0: My name is Ann, and I'm a compulsive overeater and a blamer. My God has a great sense of humor Mm -hmm. because I had planned to get here 10 minutes so I could read the format and have plenty, plenty of time to park. And um, you know, I I, I came in late, so I apologize for that. Um, I I am severely uh, directionally challenged uh, when it when it comes to uh, reading directions. So anyway, it's really good to be here, Um, it's good to be alive, Uh, and for me to say that uh, is a miracle because um, from where I come from, um, I would wake up in the morning and the first thing my head would tell me was, you're a piece of shit and you should just die. Um, I have been in OA for 22 years, um, and uh, this is one of the things I absolutely hate doing is getting up and telling you about myself because... I, um, I think there's a saying that it's, it's overeaters uh, treat uh, loneliness with isolation.
1: And um, that's
0: what I do because uh, before I came to OA, what, you know, what I do is close the blinds, uh, turn on the TV, and start ordering um, to-go food. Um, and I would actually call cabs to get the food because I was in such fear to go out and get it at times. Um, so I, I definitely belong here. Um, I love this program. I'm also in two other programs. I am in Alcoholics Anonymous. I'll be sober 25 years in November, 24 years now. And I'm also in Al-Anon, um, because I have also the disease of let me fix you because I don't want to fix myself. Um, so, uh, I don't know how long I talk, I guess. Oh, kidoki. um and is there a clock somewhere oh, up okay right there good 20 minutes okay um so where did i come from um what it was like was you know like i said i would wake up and the first thing in the morning my head would start talking to me and say that you might as well just stay in bed because that bruise on the end of your toe is actually a tumor and it's going to travel up to your brain and you're going to die anyway um It would also tell me that um, if I had a job, which I'm I'm a very functioning um, alcoholic and compulsive overeating, it would also tell me that um, you're going to get fired today from your job. You're going to go to work because they really don't like you, and you're not doing a good enough job anyway, so you might as well just stay home. Um, And, uh, you know, I... I just, I think I, have always woken up with that, that feeling of not enough. Um, and if you're anything like me, um, I can never get enough, enough ice cream, enough, you know, booze, enough drugs, enough sex, you know, whatever it is. I just always had this big empty hole inside of me that I had to fill with something other than what I really needed, which was spirituality and God. Um, and when I when I went to I, I went into AA first, and that's just part of my story. Um, you know, I had reached a point where I was highly suicidal. Um, I was so full of self hatred that um, I was starting to lose that functionality that I that I had always had. Um, so I called up one of my best friends, and I said, you know what, I I, I got to do something. I I can't I can't go on like this anymore. And we both decided. Um, to go to AA, and that's kind of when, when my, uh, process started, and then what happened when I joined AA, I gave up the booze and everything, and the drugs, and the feelings really started to come up, um, feelings that I don't think I had experienced since the time I popped out, and I didn't know what to do with them, um, I was just freaked out and so full of fear, um, so, you know, I, I'm, bulimic, as I said, and, um, you know, I used to, I used to not say I'm a compulsive overeater because, you know, bulimia is all about the self-image and the way you look. And I was really ashamed to say, uh, I was a compulsive overeater. But if you think about it, how do I become a bulimic? I suck my food down my face until, you know, I explode. And, um, you know, today I can say that, you know, I am a proud member of, um, compulsive uh, overeaters, um, and you know we we all may have different body sizes, but we all have the same head, um, and that head tells me, you know, again, um, I've got to fill up that that big hole inside me. So got sober and um, uh, started to experience some spirituality and started to you know discover a little bit of peace. But again, the food, um, I was going to the store, you know, 15 times a day. I was I was binging and purging. And I couldn't stop. So um, my sponsor at the time says, you know, maybe you should try OA. And I went to the West Hollywood Drug and Alcohol Center when it was upstairs. And um, I went to my first um, bulimics meeting. And I really, really related. Um, I don't remember much about the meeting, but I remember the woman got up and she shared and she said, um, I'm so full of self-hatred, I can't stand myself anymore. And that I related to. Um, so I began my, uh, you know, road to uh, to Reader's Anonymous, and I had I've had long term abstinence. I think at the most I had 11 years. And what happened for me was um, I thought I was cured, and started to to move away from the program. Um, and at uh, four years of sobriety, um, I, I'm also um, what they call clinically depressed. And um, I had to go outside and um, pursue uh, a psychiatrist and ended up taking uh, antidepressants, um, which I'm grateful for because um, at that point I was able to um, maintain um, some um, abstinence. And I know I'm jumping all over the place here, um, so I apologize. Um, So what happened is I got the 11 years, um, got comfortable with myself, and then um, decided that I was cured. And then I was out uh, in and out for about um, maybe five to six years. Currently, um, I'm maintaining a five to fifteen pound. I mean, my weight kind of goes has gone like this my whole life, and now I maintain between like a one to five pound weight weight loss. So um, my highest weight was uh, 135. And then my lowest weight uh, was 86 pounds. So I've gone from, you know, back and forth. And um, my abstinence today um, is no binging or purging, which is a huge thing for me because, um, I mean, I really couldn't get through a day without uh, binging and purging. And um, so three meals a day. I do have snacks in between. I'm hypoglycemic as well. Um, And... you know, I've gone on the no sugar and sugar diet currently right now. Um, it's no sugar, thank God. Um, but for me, my, my bottom line absence is no binging and no purging. That's because I also suffer from perfectionism. I'm sure none of you can relate to that.
1: <laughs>
0: um, that I have to do, um, you know, everything perfectly. Otherwise, um, I, you know, it's not good enough. And I've also had, I have experience um, with the program of how. Um, and um, they, some, some people call it Nazi OA. Um, but to me, I'm very grateful for how because it taught me how to eat. Um, you know, it taught me that it's okay to have three meals a day. Um, and I, I weighed and measure my food for many, many years. Um, and, uh, you know, it just it taught me how to eat because um, I don't know about you, but I didn't come with an instruction manual on how to live life until I got to um, the 12 steps of uh, uh, the program and let's see so currently I have um, I, I just celebrated nine years of um, abstinence uh, on uh, June 16th thank you um, that scares me a little bit because again I you know I get long-term abstinence and then I start to, to feel comfortable um, let me tell you how I, uh, you know, start off my days um, so that, you know, the tumor on the end of my toe doesn't tell me that um, I'm going to, you know, die of uh, a brain hemorrhage or something.
1: Um,
0: this is my, my little uh, Bible, and um, my my AA sponsor taught me that um, to get every, uh, every morning, get on my knees and say my first three steps. So that's how I begin my day. Uh, I say the first three st- steps, and I also say the um, – the St. Francis prayer, which is my favorite of all time. So I'm an animal lover. So I relate a lot to um, St. Francis. And then I, um, I have to do, or not have to do, I choose to do um, a couple pages of um, daily affirmations. Um, because again, you know, the tumor on the end of my toe always tell me that I'm not good enough, I'm a piece of shit. Um, you know, you have no reason to be here. And then I do an angel meditation um, today, I choose to believe in angels. I I, uh, I choose to, to have a positive view of the world, which is a miracle um, because of uh, where I come from. Um, I say the acceptance prayer, page 449. And um, and then I do some more affirmations. And this is an everyday thing. I don't know if you've seen that the um, commercial, the V8 commercial where the guy doesn't have his V8 and he walks out the door and he's like mm-hmm. sideways um the days that i do go out the door and i don't do this that's how i feel um but the you know the miracle is is now that i know i can still get down on my knees i can still just have that comfort with god um to get back into that that center of things you know and my my journey um in oa is you know i i know now i'm never going to be cured and i don't want to be um because i live for this program, um, for my, my 12-step programs. Um, I, when, I, when, I, when I came to AA, you know, I was a, a bartender and a drug dealer.
1: Um, and I dealt,
0: dealt quite a lot of drugs in, in West Hollywood. And if you would have told me, you know, 25 years ago that I would go back to school and get my degree, I would be teaching six-year-olds. Um, I would set goals and actually accomplish them. Um, I would go on these adventures that are unbelievable, um, and I would walk through so many fears that I've had. I would have told you you were nuts. And, um, you know, I can 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 say, um, you know, with glee that I have done all those things. You know, I, I've gone skydiving. I went back to school. I've got my degree. Um, I've been teaching now, and my I'm in my 11th year. Is it the perfect job? No. But what I get to do is... Um, You know, like this summer, I I thought I was going to quit teaching um, because I was so fed up because these kids were just not doing what I want them to do, and they're just, you know, blah, 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 you know, the negative thinking. And I, you know, I had the whole summer to evaluate, okay, maybe I'm going to go train animals, you know, and, and work in the movie industry again. And what happened was we got a puppy. And I learned that I do not have the patience I thought (laughs) that I had to train animals, you know. And I got to, you know, self-reflect after doing lots of writing and stuff, saying, you know what, teaching is a great job, you know. And I still have so much work to do for the kids and for myself because every day I get to go there, there's always that one little kid, you know, that one little Stanley or Jose or, or Maxine that has something to teach me. And you know, it's always, always, always comes right back to me. That um, it's something that I'm doing. It's not about the outside stuff. It's who I am and as a person. And um, I think my time is almost up. Um, I try to try to remember to write things down. Um, and I love listening to other people. That's how I get. That's how I have been blessed. It's by listening to, to the issues that my fellow OA's have. because. When I hear that you've been through, through something that I think I absolutely cannot go through, and I hear that you've you know, made it through, um, it has just helped me so much. So here's some, some great quotes I've heard in the meetings. Um, God, please come between me and the food so the food doesn't come between you and me. Um, meetings help us feel better, but the steps help us get better. Was that my time? Oh, okay. Somebody's cell phone? Okay. Um, this is one of my favorites. Tears are like rain. They loosen our soil so we can grow in different directions. Um, we cannot climb a rope that is attached to our own belt. And um, my all-time favorite, the highest form of wisdom is kindness. Uh, God, just let me be myself because I know everybody else is taken. <laughs> and then... <clears throat> What we think about and what we think about is what we bring about. Um, And uh, the last one, today my program and my life reflect progress, not perfectionism. I see myself and my body as a work in progress. And today is as good as it's going to get, and I am so blessed to be here to be a part of this program. And thank you for letting me be a star. If
1: you can remember when you broke your abstinence or had a binge, um, how did you go about forgiving yourself and moving forward? Mm-hmm.
0: Excellent question. How did I forgive myself once I went out and um, binge and, and forgive myself so that I can move forward? Um, you know, I think the, the number, one I, number, number one thing I did was start a screen a lot. Um, and I made sure that I called a, a lot of people um, I went to a lot of meetings, um, and you know what, it started by, by just saying it, you know what, and, and I try to talk to myself as if I were a kid, a six-year-old, you know, it's okay, Ann, you know, everybody makes mistakes, um, it's not the end of the world, and the thing is, just, you know, we can all, you know, step off at any time, any time, but we can also step right back on. Um, so, I mean, self-forgiveness has been a really real struggle for me, um, and I, I feel you, it's hard. But I also know that we can get to the other side if, you know, we hold out our hands and start, um, you know, using the steps of the program and, and the people here. So thank you. Yes, hi. Hi. Um,
1: thank you for your share. Could you uh, share with us your journey in finding your higher power and how that's looked over the 20-odd years that you've been in? Okay. okay.
0: Um, great question. How has uh, my journey how, my journey with my higher, higher power been? Um it's definitely, uh, it's very flexible. Um, I You know, I think through my whole life, I was always on a, a spiritual journey. I was, you know, I tried Judaism. I tried Mormonism. I tried uh, Buddhism. I mean, I, I did all the isms
1: um,
0: because I was always in, church, in search of that peace. Um, and I think for me, you know... I, I say I I I started. I think it started for me, you know, reading page 86 of the big book on awakening. You know, let us think about the 24 hours ahead before we begin. We ask God to direct our thinking, and I just started um, with that. And I've you know gone to many other you know I shouldn't say anything, but outside programs because you know who am I to judge anybody else's program? So I'm I try to open myself up to you know other possibilities. But I would say the the core. Of my program has been out of the the big books of Alcoholics Anonymous and um, the 12 steps. The OA 12 and 12 is a fantastic uh, journey if you haven't taken that. And I think I've used pretty much all of the literature, uh, the workbook. Um, I I currently am working with a sponsor. We we do the steps every year. Uh, we we keep going over it. Um, and you know, like I, I I just try to go out there and, and experience you know different things. I think yoga. Has brought me a lot of peace as far as you know my, my inner core, um, and I think my other higher power, um, being a bulimic, is exercise um, and being out in nature. So that is all part of my, you know, spiritual journey. When I um, am having a, a very difficult time, the best thing I can do is to go sit on the beach and just listen to the waves. So I hope that. Answers. Hi. Hi. Thanks. Um,
1: i sure this happens, but when you're working with
0: uh, kids, what happens if you will be seeing a kid who's on these other way to becoming a mother? Oh, that's where my Al Anon program comes is, in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know that I am powerless over other people. Um, you know, I have a, uh, my mother, whom I love dearly, but she suffers from mental illness and several diseases. And nothing can push me over the edge uh, than trying to control her. And, um, you know, I have learned that um, that's, God's, that's God's business. Um, you know, Jose or Maxine or whatever, um, if they're going down that road, there's nothing I can do but be an example. You know, I can show them that I feel better when I eat healthy. I feel better when I exercise. Um, but other than that, you know, it's none of my business.
1: Hi. Right, forgive me if you mentioned it, but did you hit a bottom? And if so, what was that like before you actually walked in? It, you
0: know, yeah. I that bottom. Um, well, I guess part of my bottom was I couldn't go to restaurants unless they had a private bathroom so that I could throw up. Mm-hmm. Um, part of my bottom was locking myself in my room and putting photographer's tape over the windows because I didn't want to see the sunlight. Um, part of my bottom was um, writing bad checks uh, eating out of the garbage um, having to put things in a garbage disposal and grind it up so that I know I couldn't go back and get it um, lying cheating um, all those things that um, you know get us to that, that place where we don't want to be um, but I think that the main thing was I didn't want to be on this earth anymore and, and um, I actually had a plan to go out buy a gun. Uh, a friend of mine committed suicide, and thank goodness—not um, not that she did that, but thank goodness that I went through that experience because I know the pain that she caused, you know, other people and, and, and myself. So, um, so I guess
1: suicide. You know,
0: I I, I wanted to leave the earth. So.
1: Yes. Well, oh, after um, working such a rigorous POW program, how did you transition to eating? Three me, moderate meals, snacks without that fear
0: right. of oh my god, it's more to it. Like how did you? I still, I still do that, and and thank you for mentioning that. Um, you know, the perfectionism is my number one character defect. Uh, it's something that I have to prey on constantly. And again, it's 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 having that self talk, you know, to myself like, okay, yeah, you had one stick of celery too much. Okay, is that the end of the world? No, does God still love you? Yes. Can you still love yourself? Yeah, I think I can do that. Um, and uh, for me, you know, how was an instruction booklet of how to eat? And OA is, is my hug. You know, OA has become the arms that, 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 that wrap around me all the time and tell me that no matter what I do, no matter what my food looks like, I'm still a good person. I hope that's interesting. Yeah. Hey, hi, how are you?
1: Um, did
0: you talk about the service recovery? Thank you. Thank you for mentioning that. Um, scurv- scurv- service, uh, I try to do, you know, I try to take phone calls. I don't try. I do. I take phone calls. I return phone calls. Um, I sponsor people. My perfectionism always comes into play, you know, with that because I want to be the perfect sponsor. But, again, my Al-Anon program helps me because I can't fix anybody unless they want to fix themselves. Um Currently, I don't have a commitment through my 25 years in the programs. I've always had a commitment. Um, Right now, I'm I'm taking a break, and I'm sure that's going to change. But one of the best things I can do about myself is to take a commitment so that I can show up for myself um, and for others. And I think that's what's kept me in these rooms all those years has been, um, you know, doing service and being of service.
1: Hi. What's your concept of a higher power and how did you come to it?
0: Um, What's my concept of a higher power and how do I come to it? When I first came to uh, the meetings, Madonna was my higher power. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it was the the good witch of the west or east. I always get east and west. The good witch from the Wizard of Oz. That's what I had pictured in my mind. Um, As my um, spirituality has evolved, um, I can see a a god, but it doesn't have a a sex. It's not a man nor a woman. Um, I also use nature. Um, as my concept of God you know when I look at a rose and and that look at that magnificence you know that's somebody created that and it certainly wasn't me um you know when I look at the ocean um, to me uh you know there's no way I could have created that so is that is that the timer darn it um, okay um, and you know i I think it, it it's still evolving i don't i don't think i had that i think when i grew up because i you know i was a christian for a while and and i always had the 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 christ on the the cross i i can't even have that image anymore to me god is so much more than somebody suffering to me god is is the love that um, you know is in these rooms to me god is is, is the things that happen after all the disasters, you know, like Hurricane Katrina or, or you know, the tsunami. It's the people that come after that to do the helping, to 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 do the putting back together. That is, is my concept of
1: God. Um, in the back, and then you. Hi. What direction do you give a new sponsor? I'm sorry. What direction do you give a
0: new sponsor? What direction do I give a new sponsor? Again, um, go to as, as many meetings as you can, um, try and talk, uh, get into the, um, the steps, start with every day with page 86 on Awakening, um, and go where the love is, and, and go where the winners are. Um, and hold on tight, because it can be a bumpy ride. <laughs> yes? Can you please
1: talk specifically about how you've used the program to combat
0: your perfectionism okay how do i use the program to combat my perfectionism um i do like i said i do page 86 and i do all this in the morning in the evening i also read i think it's page 87 or 88 when we retire at night we constructively review our day Um, and you know sixth graders i mean six-year-olds can be very very draining and um, you know, as as well as anybody else, I'm sure. Um, but uh, I really have to watch myself because I want to go home and I want all my kids to be able to to be at a certain point, and they're just not. Um, so my perfectionism come, comes into play. So the first thing I do is I forgive myself if I raise my voice or for any any time of the day. And then the second thing is, um, you know, I ask God to direct my thinking again and. You know, uh, I do a daily, um, well, not, I wouldn't say a daily. I would say at least a weekly uh, self-inventory. And I have a format in in one of my um, meditation books where I can just, like, do a spot check inventory, you know. Um, I resent myself because I yelled at Jose. What did it affect? It affects my self-esteem, my personal relations, you know. And I just do the five-column inventory. And the most important uh, column, I think, is the last column, which is the fear inventory. What am I afraid of? You know, and it all comes down to I'm not good enough. I'm not perfect enough, you know, um, and then forgiving myself for not,
1: for not being perfect. And I
0: still work on that. I have no answers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I just have, um, you know, my experience of using the 12 steps and doing what you people in this room have told me to do. So I hope that
1: answered your question. Yes. Hi. Hi. Good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, I'm also a Mormon. My program happens to be grade three. Somebody asked me to be there a few weeks ago, but you may have a different answer. How do you balance
0: your program? Mm-hmm. Uh. You know, I'm, like this. <laughs> you know, it goes it goes up and down. I find you know if I see my mother more, I'm going to more me. <laughs> <laughs> if um, I'm having difficult with food that I'm going to more O.A. meetings. Um, you know, I have no fear of, of drinking anymore, but um, I hear different things in different meetings. And I think God puts me in the meetings that, that I'm supposed to be. Um, but I still struggle on a daily basis with balance, especially, you know, when I'm teaching, because like I said, it's exhausting. And the last thing I want to do when I go home is, you know, after especially after a meal, is to get in my car and go to another meeting. Um and I, and I find the more resistant I am to it, then the more um, I'm going to go. Um, and I, I go to usually one Al-Anon meeting a week. I go to one AA meeting a week, and I go to two OA meetings. That's usually my – that's in an ideal week. So do I do that all the time? Absolutely not. But I try. That's, that's, that's my goal. Uh, yes, and then you.
1: Um, just to piggyback on the previous question, having al responses, how do I bond? balance
0: sponsors? Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a different sponsor for my OA program. I have a, um, a, uh, a long-term sponsor for my AA program, and currently I do not have an Al-Anon sponsor. So I'm still trying to balance that. I've really had a difficult time in Al-Anon trying to find a sponsor, which kind of pisses me off, um, which I've had to do an inventory on because it's just... <laughs> You know, these people are here because they want to take care of other people. Why don't why don't they want to take care of me? <laughs> <You know? laughs> so it's a process, you know, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's just another process. Um, so I'm constantly looking for I'm on the tightrope. So.
1: Yes. Yeah. thank you. You you said just something briefly before that you're not afraid of breathing. And I know there are the there's a lot of talk about O A being like AA in terms of Dealing with our food or our, you know, how do you compare your uh, struggling with the food or the, as opposed to not drinking? Yeah.
0: I think not drinking was a breeze compared to compulsive reading. To me, this is my number one disease. You know, if I look at my pictures when I was a kid, I always had something shoved in my face, and it was food. <laughs> um, you know, from the time I was two on. Um, and I think that, you know, before I even started drinking or doing drugs, you know, I was at the Winchell's donut truck. I was stealing money out of my stepfather's drawer so that I could go to the Helms bakery truck. Wow, well, I just dated myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so, you know, this to me is the, is the hardest disease because, you know, with alcohol, they say you can put the plug in the jug. You know, I can I can put that in the cupboard and, and not open the cupboard or, you know, stay away from bars. But in, you know, compulsive overeating, man, we got to eat three times a day. You know, we drive down the street and we can see any number of our binge buddies as we're, you know, going down any street. Um, and, you know, that food still gives me comfort. Um, you know, um, I don't get it. Well, yeah, I guess I do get hangovers from food, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, this to me is my is my primary. And, and there is the, the, I, the difference. I don't know. The difference to me is that. The eating is a lot harder than the drinking was. Um, yes? Hi.
1: I'm just exhausted hearing how much do. I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, every day, not
0: every day, not yet.
1: <laughs> and I'm wondering is there a respite for you, and what does that look like where you just completely check out with everything, or is that locked? Absolutely. I'm, I'm
0: of Absolutely. Not checking out. How do I not check out? Um, I still can check out. Um, you know to be quite honest um, you know some days um, you know like it, my asthma is not no sugar but you know sometimes I'll go get a frozen yogurt that's how I'll check out the difference is um, I don't go back for a second and a third and a fourth and a fifth and I don't like the way it makes me feel afterwards you know because then my perfectionism comes in and, and you know then I've got to do more step work. why did I have that yogurt well, because I was feeling like I wasn't a good daughter. Um,
1: you
0: know, how that made me feel. What's my defect? And it's more work, you know. Um, but I still, it's a lot more work. I know I, I can't do what I used to do anymore. Do I sometimes still do it? Absolutely. I am not perfect. Um, so, yeah, and sometimes I backslide. But the difference is it's, is that my time?
1: No.
0: Come on, man. You keep teasing me. It's <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I still backslide. Um, and how do I get back? It's, you know, going back to the basics. Keeping it
1: simple.
0: Keeping it simple. And, you know, sometimes the way I can check out is spiritually. I can go to the beach and just sit there and listen to the waves, you know, or sit on my bed with my dog and shut the door and play with, you know, the puppy.
1: Hi: Thank you, Susan. Um, my pleasure. How do you, how do you know
0: from your, for yourself um, what is your will and your higher power's will? And when you sit there in the face of the two, yeah: Yeah, that's a great, great analogy right there. Yeah,
1: That's
0: what I do. <laughs> my will versus my higher power's will. Usually, if it's my will, it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a big struggle. With my higher powers will, it's like the waves just kind of come in and they flow and they go back out. With my will, it's like I am going into the wave and, and, I, and, and I try to surf. It's like I'm fighting to get through the set before it's over. So I'm just, I'm struggling. I'm paddling, I'm paddling, and I'm paddling. And when I finally get over that hump and I'm out there where the waves have calmed down, that's my higher power's wheel. That's when I can go, oh, okay. And usually, I mean, I don't know, I, I, I think most of the time, I'd say 90% of the time, there's a little little voice in here that's saying, mm, 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 mm. It's probably not the path you want to go down. You know, mm, 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 mm. mm you might want to think about, oh, we can have to do another inventory. <laughs> you really want to do that? You know? So, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: Yes. Thank you. Uh, Thank after you. After doing this stuff so many times, how do you keep it fresh? Is it do you get new sponsors? Do you do them differently
0: every time? Uh, how do I keep my program fresh? Um, I think every time, you know, and I don't know about you. I mean, I'm I'm aging. I'm you know in my late 50s now, and I'm forgetting everything.
1: Okay, so I mean, I. <laughs>
0: I actually went back and read some of my first journals, and I'm like, oh, my God, I've gotten so much better. <laughs>
1: you
0: know, and, and, and I looked back at, you know, my step work, because I keep all this stuff. And that, my sponsor, my first sponsor, told me, you know, keep all that stuff. But I'm like, no, I want to throw it away. You know, I was so sick. But now I can look back and go, dang, man, I used to be one sick puppy, but I'm getting better with each time. And each time I've written on the steps, it's been a different issue, you know. I mean, one time it was I'm powerless over, you know, in and out Well, now I'm powerless over frozen yogurt. So it just, you know, it depends. So, um, and, and and then I don't know about you, but every time, every single time I read that big book or the, or the 12 steps, I see a, a sentence in there or a word or a whole paragraph that I could swear on my mother's life I've never read. You know, so, yeah, I think God keeps it fresh for me.
1: Yes, hi. Hey, sorry, two questions. No no problem. Um, More is better. What's been your experience with um, looking forward to eating and enjoying, like, a meal as you've gone through the program?
0: How do I look, that's a great question. How do I look, let me see if I can repeat it. Look forward to the meal, and I forgot to rest. Uh, (laughs) Look um, forward to the meal. Look forward to the
1: meal. Looking forward to the meal and enjoying the eating, whereas, you know, before it's I imagine you were just disappearing into the food. It was awesome. and all was for the moment. How do so, I... Like, how do you, do you allow yourself to look forward to a meal? Do you allow yourself to really...
0: Yeah, it? absolutely. It's called hunger.
1: Um,
0: yeah, I mean, I still... And, you know, sometimes I have to take a... I have to put my fork down and take a breath because I will be... You know, my, my wife, we, we married in our... We're in our 21st year. Been married legally for five years.
1: Yay! Thank <laughs> you. And she's a
0: compulsive overeater and diabetic, and uh, her family eats like they're at a trough because she has four
1: <laughs> she has
0: four older brothers. So they're used to shoveling it down, and then teaching. I have to shovel it down because I only have a limited amount of time. So um, I still struggle with that, and I will probably continue to struggle with that because of time, because of you know the way our lives are now. Everything's multitask. You know, you got to eat, you got to drink, you got to run, blah blah blah. Um, so I don't have a an answer to that, but I know that if I pause first before I start to eat and I try to talk to God and if I find myself at the pig trough, you know, mowing it down, I know that I can always pause, take a breath, and remember, you know, so, yeah, and remember that there's a beginning, a middle, and an end to every single meal.
1: Hey! Thank you so much everybody.